Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Oh my, what is starting to happen? Who let the flies out? Let's find out more in Drum, Moderato, Tempo. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) The noise coming from outside woke up both Peter and Olivia. Peter walked to the bedroom window and opened the curtains. Squinting from the sun, he looked outside and saw some men. Two half-ton trucks with some sort of a machine in the truck bed blowing some kind of mist. There were also men with leaf blowers, others with shovels and wheelbarrows. Two dump trucks were idling with a small front end motor waiting beside them. People were standing outside. A news crew was also present. Calling to Olivia, she got out of bed, putting on a bathroom, and came to stand beside him. As she looked out, she asked what was going on. Both of them walked to the kitchen and turned on the television. Peter started getting coffee ready, and Olivia popped bread into the toaster. She went to the fridge to get the milk and orange juice while Peter grabbed the cereal and rolls out of the cup. They both stopped what they were doing when the newscast came on about what was going on outside of their condo building. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to GTOT News. We are covering a story right now at the Metro Condominiums where something unexplainable has taken place. We now go to Haley, our in-the-field correspondent. So, Haley, what is going on? Good morning, Gramps. What is going on is the question. I've talked to several occupants that live in the Metro condo building and they told me that flies, yes, you heard me, flies, started accumulating on the building sometime in the wee hours of the morning. One couple said that all they started hearing was buzzing outside their windows. Other residents told me that when they looked up, they couldn't see anything because their windows were covered in flies. Several 911 calls were made and residents were starting to panic. When city workers showed up at the building, the building was completely covered by millions, if not more, of flies. The city's entomologist was not sure why the flies had accumulated. Fathers, the kind used for mosquitoes, were brought in to help apply an insecticide to kill the flies, which then were being collected for disposal. He further went on to say, as far as they know, the flies pose no health risk to anyone, and there will be an investigation as to why this happened. Back to you, Gramps. Thanks, Haley. And to our viewers, we will keep you updated on this unfolding story. Now for the weather. Peter changed the channel to one that plays music while they loaded the dishwasher. Neither of them was concerned as they talked about plans for the day. One thing that Peter and Olivia had decided to do was grocery shopping. While in the store filling the cart with things they needed and some things they didn't, Olivia's cell phone rang. Looking at it, she saw that it was her cousin, Mary, the nun. 
Answering her phone, there was a look of worry on Olivia's face, and the conversation was rather quick. Hanging up, Peter asked if everything was okay. Olivia told him that Mary had found something out and was wondering if she could meet with them later today, to which Olivia told her to come to their condo this afternoon. Buzzing Mary into the building, Olivia was standing outside the elevator when Mary arrived on their floor. Inviting her in, they gave her a quick tour of the condo since she had never been there before, then sitting down in the living room for coffee. Bringing a tray with coffee and danishes they had just purchased, Peter set it down on the coffee table and began to pour. After a brief catch-up as to how things were going since their last get-together, Mary started telling them what she had found out. She had arranged a private meeting with her mother superior and told her about the box and if she knew anything about it. Her mother superior offhand did not know anything about it, but told her that she would inquire. After a few days, she was called into the mother superior's office. Attending this meeting also was a priest. After introducing her to the priest, mother superior told her to take a seat. The priest then started asking questions about the box. Questions such as, did she see it? What did it look like? What were the contents of the box? Sister Mary was then wondering why she was being asked these questions. Mother Superior remained silent. The priest then told Sister Mary that the box might be the one that was a holy relic of the church that had gone missing. Peter was starting to interject, but quickly silenced himself when Olivia's eyes glared at him to be quiet. Mary continued telling the priest that she did not see it, nor the contents. The priest then asked if she knew where it was located, to which she replied that she did not. She thinks the priest did not believe her. Mother Superior then asked why did she inquire about this particular box. Hesitating, Sister Mary told her a lie, that it was a story that her cousin had heard about and was wondering if it was true. After a few more questions, she was asked that if she ever did see the box, would she let the church know? To which Mary said, of course. Mary then asked Peter and Olivia if they still had the box. Peter again was about to open his mouth, but Olivia reached for the coffee decanter to refill the cups, but knocked over Peter's cup onto his lap. Jumping up because the coffee was hot, Olivia started apologizing and told Mary that they did not have the box anymore. They had given it back to the antique store because the price for it was too much for them to afford. Upon saying that, Mary got up to leave with Olivia and Peter walking her to the door. As Peter opened the door, Mary told them that if they came across it again, if they could let her know, because it seems to be very important, to the church. Mary turned and took Olivia's hands and stressed again about returning the box to the church because she had an uneasy feeling about it and didn't want anything to happen to either of them. Olivia hugged her and told her that they would. Closing the door behind Mary, Peter asked Olivia, what the hell was that? Olivia looked at him and said, 
If this box is so important, it must be worth a lot of money. So why give it up so easily? Peter looked at her and asked, Since when did money become so important to you? And did you not hear your cousin? She had an uneasy feeling about what was going on. Olivia started cleaning up the dishes, taking them to the kitchen and implied that maybe this box might be their retirement package. The next day was rehearsal with the symphony for a concert series coming up for Academy Award winning music. Peter was getting dressed in the bedroom when he thought he could hear voices coming from the ensuite bathroom. Putting his ear up to the bathroom door, he could hear Olivia talking, but it didn't sound like she was talking to herself, but to someone else. Knocking on the door, he was a little startled when the door opened very quickly. He asked Olivia who she was talking to, which she just replied, just thought she had and was being verbal about them. He nodded and asked if she was going to get ready to go. However, Olivia told him that she was feeling a bit under the weather and did not feel well enough to go. Peter put his hand on her forehead and said that she did feel a bit warm. He asked her if she wanted anything, to which she said no, and to enjoy the rehearsal and say hi to everyone for her. Giving her a quick kiss, Peter left. Once he was gone, Olivia went and got the box and pulled out the flute and leather to learn the next set of music from it. When Peter arrived home, lunch had been prepared and was sitting on the kitchen table. He asked Olivia how she was feeling and she told him a lot better. She also told him that she learned the next set of notes and she couldn't wait to have him play the drum to hear what everything sounded like. With hesitation in his voice, Peter asked if that would be a good idea, basing it on what her cousin said. Olivia shook her head and told him that it was only music. What harm could come from playing? Peter, somewhat sarcastic, fired back, Oh, I don't know. A box with a flute and drum that can't be carbon dated, music on a sheet of leather that was stuffed into an angel statue for who knows for what reason and the church wants it back. Olivia <laughs> laughed and went to Peter and gave him a hug saying not to worry about it, that everything was fine, then gave him a quick kiss. Mm. He then mentioned that maybe they should tell Samuel about what they found out. Olivia looked at him and said, of course we will. Peter felt, though, that she didn't mean what she said about telling Samuel. It also bothered him that she didn't ask earlier how rehearsal went. He decided to let both concerns go. After dinner, the two of them sat in the living room and Peter went over the percussion symbols on the leather. Olivia was watching him very intently, which was starting to bother Peter a bit. Once done, they decided to try the next section of which Olivia had already learned. Everything that was bothering Peter once they played left his conscience and he was absorbed into the music along with Olivia, just like the first time. Over and over they played. 
Since one of their windows was open in the living room, the sound was carried by the wind. After playing and reaching the music high again, they didn't make it to the bedroom. Exhausting themselves, they both fell asleep on the couch. A few hours went by when Peter was woken up by a strange sound, gently moving himself off the couch as to not wake up Olivia. He put on his pants and walked to the open window and listened. He could hear people starting to yell and then what sounded like squealing tires and brakes. Leaving the condo, he went downstairs and walked outside. Several cars had stopped due to collisions that had taken place. Then he saw something land in front of him. Allowing his eyes to adjust to the sun rising, looking down, was a bird. As he looked out onto the boulevards and the streets, that's all he was seeing. Birds falling out of the sky, dead. People were coming out of other condo buildings and their cars, everyone wondering what was going on. The next day, the birds was the top news story around the world. Several ornithologists were interviewed about the dead birds. There were theories about migration, pollution, the atmosphere, but no one knew for sure. The story regarding the flies had been mentioned again, people wondering if the two events were related. It was asked if the birds had fed on the flies that caused their death. There was no answer. Samuel was watching the news on his laptop when he received an email from an unknown person. Since the message ran through his computer security software and it wasn't malicious, he decided to open it. When he saw the message, an attached file, he immediately closed his laptop. He didn't know what to do.